The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. If you think that the relationship between Alberta's health minister and the province's doctors is going to get any better anytime soon, think again. The Alberta Medical Association has revealed results of a confidence vote on health minister Tyler Shandro and members overwhelmingly said they didn't have faith in the minister. 8,934 doctors, residents and medical students across Alberta cast a vote and that represents a voter turnout of about 67%, 98% of those who voted said they did not have confidence in the minister. AMA president Dr. Christine Molnar has gone on record saying their relationship with the province has reached an all-time low. So what happens next? Dr. Molnar joins us now. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on your show. Well, I'm wondering first off, I, I'm were you surprised by the overwhelming number that came back on this confidence vote? Well, it is uh, the middle of summer. <laughs> we are in a great heat wave, finally, getting summer. Um, yeah, it's the biggest number for a voter turnout that we've had. I mean, we don't even get this number with um, our contract votes. So I, I was, I was um, quite surprised and very happy that we had that good of a representation. So, Dr. Molnar, what happens with this now? What do you do with this? Well, um, the whole goal here was to really clarify where our members was at, were at and to indicate, too, of, you know, how, how unified are we about our position? Um, you, know, should, you know, should we continue to engage the minister to try to negotiate an agreement or should we move on? And um, I think this is but clearly the vote was important to members and they've asked us to move on um, to try to find a new path forward. So, what does move on? What does move on? Yeah, yeah. What yeah, does that so, look like? <laughs> my goodness, yeah. I, it's we don't have a lot of options, right? We don't, we can't strike. We, we don't want to hurt Albertans. So, I guess what I'm going to do is send a letter to uh, the premier, and I'm going to ask our premier to help us find a way forward. I think we agree on so many things. Like we agree that Albertans need access to care. They need, the, they need enough services. They need good value for the dollars spent. They need, we need to have a sustainable system. And um, with that economic challenge, we need to work together to get an agreement so that we can move forward. So I'm hoping. Do you think, I mean, there's this confidence vote. Um, do you think that changing the, the minister would change anything at all? You know, that's not within my purview to either say or or ask, and I, I wouldn't do that. I This isn't about demanding something. It's about asking for help. And uh, we want to find a way forward. Uh, Alberta physicians very much are committed to, to a negotiated agreement and finding a way forward to stabilize the relationship and to, to do what's best for all of us, especially now with the with our economic situation. Mm-hmm. Dr. Molnar, uh, Premier Kenny uh, was asked about the results of this uh, vote a short time ago. This is what he had to say. I think Minister Chandra's done a fantastic job of getting us through the COVID crisis while uh, also uh, addressing 
huge challenges that we were elected to address. Um, our government is accountable not to 10,800 people who belong to an interest group. We are accountable to 4.4 million Albertans who elected us with the largest democratic mandate in Alberta history just over a year ago. One element of that mandate was to get to a balanced budget by uh, stopping massive increases in spending. Dr. Molnar called, uh, you know, not uh, beholden to an interest group. What do you say to, um, in response to the Premier's comments? Well, it's always uh, difficult to, to disagree, but um, I will say this, that, uh, well, we are, we do have a special interest in, in getting Albertans <laughs> the care they need, and we will stand up to um, anything to get, help Albertans get the care they need. You know, 10,000 or so doctors may be a small amount number in the total population but they're the ones that are caring for the four plus million albertans and so i think the relationship with government between government and physicians is very important and the um the last thing i'll say is i don't think albertans gave um a mandate to have their health care system ripped apart like they tore up our contract um, it, although the, the, the Premier will say that he was given an overwhelming majority based on his platform, which was to, um, you know, to uh, reduce the, the deficit and get spending in order. And part of that is when it comes to health care. And he's been sticking to those uh, to those talking points through this entire thing. Goes on to say, you know, physician compensation in this province has grown by 23% over the past five years. Um, and I know the, the AMA is taking a, a different stance on that. When he and uh, the health minister are throwing out those numbers, what do you say to those listening right now? What is the reality from um, your position as president of the AMA? Well, those numbers that they are throwing out, if you will, um, represent the increased needs of Albertans in terms of the budget approach over that time. We've had increases in population. We have increased in service required for that. We've increased in service required for aging populations. We have new doctors providing new services. Uh, we have inflation. Uh, those numbers do not reflect um, an increase in the pay of an individual doctor. Doctors' fees have not gone up during that time. In uh, the beginning of July, um, there was the ad, uh, the, the, the notice that was put in newspapers asking the, the minister, asking the province to just say yes and let's get back to the table. Uh, yeah. The health minister has, has said, you know, that's not the way that we negotiate um, and went on to say that um, the organize, that the AMA has not put forward anything. You say otherwise. Can you tell mm -hmm. us what the status is, uh, again, from... Um, you know, from the Medical Association on, on what you have done to try to get back to the table to get a deal hammered out? Yeah, it's been, it's been very difficult. And even, even that, um, you know, situation where we had actually met with uh, elements of the government with that proposal to meet their budgetary requirements and uh, they basically didn't respond to us. And all along, we put forward maybe not what they wanted, but but we've put forward um, proposals that they haven't 
given us counter proposals for that's kind of the way negotiations go you know you make an offer and they counter offer and that's never happened but um you know we i sort of thought it was a little bit um ridiculous for him to say that's not an offer when we presented that in writing to them um i subsequently sent him a letter that was signed with my signature to indicate to him that it was a signed offer so i mean some of this borders on ridiculous he said that uh, you wanted to have a number of um, of things uh, to, you know uh, to agree upon before the negotiations uh, started and he was not willing to do that said that quote there was a bunch of preconditions for us to even mm-hmm. start negotiating with them was there yeah like the there was I mean uh, very much um, communications um we wanted to be able to say to our members that we're actually actively working with the government and that you know the government's come to the table and we have hope that we can move forward and so we wanted to be able to communicate um rather than doing these things sort of with nobody knowing it uh we wanted to be able to communicate to our members that um that actually we need to be um conscientious uh, we're we're working with the government now we're we're hopeful that we will be able to move forward to get an agreement with them uh we've already offered to uh meet their 5.4 billion dollar budget um with the exception of new doctors which he minister has total control over now through bill 21 and um so we did want to we did want a communications protocol in place so that some of the fighting that's been going on on social media and i'm not on social media myself but it's um that's probably a good thing yeah it's just not um helpful you know um but but it is a democracy and people do have a right to go and say things although they shouldn't be you know attacking other people but Dr. Molnar, just need to cycle back. I'm getting a lot of questions coming in on the text line, and I'll be honest with you, um, the, the, the texts that are coming in right now are not very um, flattering to doctors saying that all that you care about right now is making more money and getting a raise. Uh, the fact is they're saying that, and this echoes what the Premier has been saying as well, that um, in, in private sector that um, people have had to reduce their salaries. There's been, you know, there's been in um, in job loss, all that sort of stuff. Um, Can we go back to uh, physician pay and um, the claim from the from the premier and you've heard it over and over again about the fact that um, uh, he said today in fact our physicians receive about 20 percent higher compensation than the average across Canada according to the Canadian Institute of Health Information Dr. Janice McKinnon's panel in the Ernst and Young Performance Review of HS Alberta physicians receive about 200,000 more in gross billing than their counterparts for example in Ontario or BC they also pay lower income taxes and benefit from a lower cost of living so that's and all of that is fine that's what the premier said today there's a lot of people wondering about that and about and I think there is a difference between cost of billing and maybe what you take home I'm not a hundred percent sure but when it comes to that um, the fact of, of what the premier is saying what do you again can we go back to that and and your position on that and 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 what the AMA would say back to Albertans who hear these numbers and go, holy crap, that's that's a huge amount of money. Well, I mean, if I didn't know any better, I'd just be 
astounded and upset as well. And um, I guess the bottom line is I am the we do have a difference of opinion about that. We, you know, they started out saying we were 35% overpaid, then they moved to 15, so now they're back to 20-something. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, we did a, an independent review with a company called Invictus that showed that Alberta doctors were paid a little bit more than other doctors. It's about 8%, and that's similar to what most Albertans, at least until now, have have pay, have been paid relative to other workers in different provinces. I mean, I think everything will change now going forward, but just talking about the past now, um, the 23% relates to the budget. And as I said earlier, it does not indicate physicians' fees have, have increased. Physicians' fees have not increased. And that's just not the case. They have not increased. And um, so... You know, I guess more doctors are doing more services for more patients. And uh, I think, I assume those are services Albertans need. And that has driven up the budget over that time. And I do agree that that's an issue that we need to address. But the way to address that is not um, arguing. It's working together to find solutions in this very difficult fiscal economic challenge time. From what I understand, that last proposal that you sent on July 1st uh, would cap physician compensation at what the government wants for three years. That is, uh, that was a quote from you um, earlier this month, and that doctors will voluntarily take fee decreases if spending goes over that amount. Um, why do you think that the province is not um, moving ahead or willing to start renegotiations with you, if if or with the AMA, if if you've extended that? Olive Branch. Oh, I wish I knew the answer to that question. Um, you know, that's partly why we're in the condition that or situation that we're in right now. With we just don't understand. Like we um, we are not asking for more money. We are actually not at all asking for more money. We're asking for just a very simple thing. We want a negotiated agreement with the government, and we want binding arbitration. And if they're so confident about their numbers, which I think are incorrect, why were they so afraid to go to binding arbitration? Mm. Certainly they would have won, but they would not go to binding arbitration. And they tore up our agreement. They have removed our rights. And they are, um, why they will not um, talk with us in a, in a collaborative fashion, uh, you'll have to ask them. Because certainly we're uh- here. We're here wanting that. Well, I can tell you that a request went into Minister Shandro's office at about 11.30 this morning. Have not heard back from him. Wanted to hear his side on this as well. Dr. Molnar, I, again, I, I'm wondering, you know, what the next step is. And I guess we'll wait and see and see how this uh, plays out. But I want to thank you for making time to talk with us this afternoon. And thank you for sharing um, the views of the Alberta Medical Association. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on your, on your uh, show. I really appreciate it. Take care now. That's, uh, again, Dr. Christine Molnar, the president of the Alberta Medical Association. Uh, so, yeah, this vote overwhelmingly saying that they didn't have faith in the health minister. And, again, she says, you know, she can't or won't ask, you know, for the resignation, although a number of reporters have been over the past uh, couple of weeks, a uh, couple of months even, with different instances that, um, you know, different controversies surrounding the health minister.